previously on Good Sex, Bad Sex. You might meet somebody in a bar that you don't particularly fancy, but after sex, because you have these fuzzy feelings, you think, oh, well, maybe I do have feelings for this person, when in actual fact it's just the cocktails of of these neurotransmitters and hormones in your brains that are kind of making you feel good. Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like a Ken Dodd tribute, but with a lot more feather ticklers. My name is Bibi Lynch. I'm mostly MF. And I'm Miranda Kane. And I'm a bit more MMFM. MMMFM. We write blogs for metro.co.uk. Coming up. Oh, we're chatting to a threesome expert from Canada. My name is John Martinuk and I'm the co-founder of Threesummer. Three Summer is a mobile app geared towards uh, couples and singles looking to enhance or enrich their relationships by having a threesome or are setting the groundwork for that sort of thing. So, <laughs> go on. <laughs> Hit me with it. Phoebe. Sure. Have you ever, mm-hmm. or have you ever thought about having a threesome? Does that include Rod, Jane and Freddie? <laughs> Freeman, Hardy and Willis? It doesn't include left and right. No. <laughs> um, I've been asked if I want free, threesome. I, I can't even pronounce it. I was <laughs> threesome. Threesomes quite a bit, actually. What? What, with like two women and a man or two men? Both. Oh, yeah, and um, and I haven't done it yet oh. because yet. yet I like that. Um, oh, I'm just too jealous. I could maybe do the two men. Yeah, but then what if they spend more time and attention on each other? <laughs> this is going to happen to me. I'm going to be the one sitting there getting out my macrame. <laughs> It's true. You live in Brighton, so it's probably. <laughs> would you? Would you? Have you? Yeah. Oh have yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done. You? I've done FFM, which is two women and a man, and two men and a woman. Um, and I, but I would totally just. I mean, I'm I'm more like the more the merrier. And if if the more means a rugby team, then that's so fine. be it. Yes, so be it. So be it. I'm a giving person, like you said, wow. <laughs> or very very taking. I hope you're. Um... Well, maybe you can give John, our interviewee, (laughs) some advice. (laughs) Love to. Let's have a chat. I think good sex is when you feel really comfortable and great about yourself with someone. I think bad sex is when you feel really deeply awkward and someone is, like, not being themselves. Do you think threesomes have become more popular? I don't think it's so much become more popular as it is uh, more accessible. I think when you think back to like 20, 30 years ago, you know, uh, that sort of thing was kind of like part and parcel, I would believe, with uh, with the old key swap parties and such. Mm. Uh, and as, you know, with the Internet uh, gaining traction and then everybody basically being online, uh, instead of nervously asking or approaching somebody about um, – 
assisting and spicing up uh, your love life, it's a lot more easier to kind of vet somebody by like chatting with them online, see what their personality is and, and such before you kind of continue. That's a really good point. We, I don't know whether you used to have this, John, whether you have this in, in Canada. But... Are you can ask John about key swapping in the bowl? No, I'm going to ask him about pampas grass. Oh, okay. Yes. Do you not know about that? Yes. So um, in England, there's like this uh, urban legend, if you will, that it, back in the day, if you wanted to attract people in for a threesome or for a swingers party if you had pampas grass growing in your garden it meant that you were up for it did you have anything like that there uh, not that I'm aware of. Oh. That's actually really interesting. <laughs> there must be a Canadian oh. um, equivalent, version, yeah. equivalent of that. <laughs> do not disturb. Do disturb. Yeah. Do disturb. Every day's a school day, John. Oh, so yeah, people think we're repressed and no. <laughs> well, actually, we'll, we'll come on to that later, but there's proof we're not repressed. John knows the proof. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you think is the most popular threesome? I would probably say it'd be MFF, male, female, female. Why? <laughs> I've, I've, I because based off of what I've seen with such a, like friends of mine that have kind of gone through with it, that sort of thing, um, my past experience with it, uh, and other people I've known or, or seen online, uh, it tends to be a bit more, at least that I've seen has been a bit more prevalent, uh, more so than male, male, female. I mean, that's, I would probably say it's, Male, female, female is probably a bit more popular, but not by much. So do you think it might be anything to do with representation? Like maybe it's because we're only recently feeling that women can ask to have a threesome with two men. I think it's more uh, there's there seems to be a bit more of a comfort level with a woman saying, I feel great about exploring this side of my sexuality if we brought another female in. Oh. Whereas with a male, it tends to be unless they're list there's that security that they have usually i would think it's more of a kind of um they're still kind of subconsciously being critical about everything going like well he's making her do make this sound i've never heard before or (laughs) that sort of thing or even being and again I'm, i'm just taking a guess here but at the same time i mean it seems to be a bit more Size isn't so much an issue when you, when you're looking woman woman, whereas male versus male, there there may even be that that bit of a uh, uh, yeah, that that's a win win for the woman. Yeah. yeah, don't knock it. Oh well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so what would you say? Like, so does that have a kind of etiquette thing behind it? I mean, do you have conversations with your partner about what you would or wouldn't feel comfortable? Yeah, how do you about? do the housework? Yeah, there is that level of. Uh, being open with your partner about exactly what you're looking for. You know, it's not to say, hey, you're not exactly doing it for me. I need somebody else. But it's more of a, hey, I want to kind of explore this side or when we when we try something different or when we do something new and, and see how this goes. You know, there's always that that level of excitement when you're doing something that's quote unquote taboo. And then you, you kind of if your partner goes along with it, then it's all then it's all good. If they choose not to go along with it, then then that that's fine as well. But I really think it's more of a being upfront and honest about who you are and what you're looking for, you know. And it's as long as you're emphasizing that I'm not looking to replace you, mm-hmm. I'm just looking to enhance what we're doing, uh, makes it I would think more of a, a, a easier pill to swallow for some people. If I was with someone, John. I know we're not dating, but this is, you know, if anyone's listening and they do want to date me, and I'm sure it'll happen one day, Amanda. <laughs> um, 
Oh, my God. If someone said to me, and it didn't matter how they couched it, that mm. they wanted someone else involved in the sex, I would be devastated. My ego would be shot to shit. So do you have any tips for that, John? Do you have Excuse anything? The Excuse the front stage, <laughs> What would you say to someone who said that, that they'd, they'd feel hurt if their partner asked them for a threesome? I think in those cases, it's really down to your own comfort, like how comfortable you are with that sort of thing. If it's something you really can't see doing... There's a mistake that people make where they approach this with a partner, you know, like they've been together for a couple of months and say, hey, I want to I want to let's try this out. And the partner is saying, well, you know, I don't really feel comfortable about this, but, you know, everything else is great with a relationship. Maybe I should do this for them. If you're not doing it for yourself, it's going to be it's going to be a bad time. If you're saying to a partner, I'd like to try a threesome and they're they're not up for it straight away, you would would you recommend just saying that's up to them and don't keep pushing it or? Yeah, because it's a level of respect. Mm. Right. I mean, some people like being like choked when they're having sex mm -hmm. and some people, it freaks them out, you know, so you can't expect this person that you're with who you have maybe have a couple of things in common or not a lot of things in common or 101 things in common to be completely on board with every single thing you do. That's why communication is so important within any regards to be it uh, doing threesomes or getting involved like in BDSM or anything like that. It's yeah. very important to make sure that you're openly communicating what feels good and what doesn't feel good. And it could either be either by sense of touch or, or even what goes on in your brain. If you're not in to it there's no reason why you should do it and you shouldn't feel pressured by your partner because your partner is pushing you into doing something like that they obviously don't care if that etiquette is at the beginning that you kind of to establish that you want to do it you do it in a responsible way in a, a kind considerate way is there etiquette during the threesome as well is are there ways to make your partner feel secure within the threesome and is there an etiquette after yeah well with with threesomes i think the main thing you have to be aware of is that you should have always have a set of guidelines and rules for yourself and for for yourself for your partner puts down as well as well as the third person that you bring in there are there are threesomes like I know personally when when I've done a threesome in the past, it was okay. So we can kiss this person's body, but you can't kiss them on the lips. Mm -hmm. uh, you we can do mutual oral, but there's no penetration going on, that sort of thing. And then everybody basically agrees to those rules and goes for it. But having rules doesn't really hinder the, the the experience at all it doesn't really make it feel stilted you know it's just again you're being aware of everybody's boundaries and what's mm -hmm. acceptable what's not because the last thing you want to do is make somebody feel uncomfortable or make them feel awful because suddenly this has happened and you have specifically said oh i didn't want that to happen but now you're doing it it's a it's while it's ongoing, there's you have to keep that level of respect and in, in those boundaries in place. And that gives yeah. you freedom within it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because then you, you've got those boundaries, you know the rules, and then like you say, you can relax into it rather than being terrified you're doing the wrong mm -hmm. thing at any yeah. stage, I guess. Um, is there kit that you have, should get in? I know, I mean, I'm sure like we could a mark checklist it. Of things. Is there a checklist of things that you should have if you're having a threesome? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Cup of tea, yeah. condoms, wet wipes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Mind if the cab home spray, is all going very pepper spray. <laughs> No, I, th I think I think just generally, I, again, it comes down to 
I think what the rules and the guidelines that you have set out in the first place. Uh, so do, I mean, always, of course, being safe and such, but I mean, um, it comes down to what, uh, what guidelines you have in place when you're starting and everything and make sure you've got everything set up. I mean, the last thing anybody wants to do is, uh, uh, like have a threesome like in a in a really scuzzy bed bug ridden like <laughs> like motel room. Mm. You you kind of want to make sure that that everybody's needs are being met, and that again, it is just sex. It's not the end of the world, but as long as it's set up, however you you three have communicated with each other, say this is how it's going to go. This is what we're bringing by all means, bring like the chocolate syrup, then more power to you. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to ask a couple of juicy, I'd like to get to the juicy bones of it. What kind of positions do you think work best in a, in a threesome? It, it really comes down to, I guess, what, uh, what the setup is, mm-hmm. uh, in regards to, is it two men and a woman? If it's two men and a woman, I would assume the, that, the two more popular ones is doggy style with the other partner being uh having fellatio performed upon them oh, we call that an Eiffel or, tower finger trap oh well <laughs> call it what we okay. call that a finger trap I, I we're leaving brexit I don't down notes for this now this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other obviously you can with that as well you can also maybe do a, a double penetration and with with women it could be the same thing whereas like doggy style for the one and she's p- performing kind of lingus uh, on the on the other on the other woman well i know when when it happened for me it was really not much of a threesome because i just kind of <laughs> sat back and watched everything go on because there was really no room ah. uh, but it, there is a lot of, it's just a lot of like touching mutual masturbation that sort of thing and and were you happy just sitting back it. and watching Pretty much. I, uh, I'm not going to insert myself into something that uh, seems to be doing fine by itself. <laughs> See, that's another thing that people can take away for with them, I think, is that sometimes it is okay just to sit back and watch and enjoy yourself. And, you know, that you don't – a threesome, I think – there's a lot of pressure for it to be naked bodies writhing mm-hmm. everywhere. And in fact, right. you know, it's all about just enjoyment for everyone, isn't it? So so if they're enjoying themselves and you're enjoying yourself watching, then that's absolutely fine as well. John, how did you move from having threesomes to becoming the co-founder of Threesomer, the app? It's, it's, it's been several years since, I, since I've done that. And uh, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine who is um, having, I guess, relationship issues uh where he felt he wasn't getting enough he kind of hit kind of like a dry spell in like what their sex life was like like he'd been married for about three or four years at that point and his idea was okay well i kind of want to maybe bring another person in but i can't necessarily hop on tinder and say hey i'm looking for this because suddenly um they're getting blacklisted or people are automatically shutting them down and it's ended up being a lot more grief filled than anything else it's hard to i guess if you're communicating with somebody and saying hey i'm in a relationship and i we're looking for a third person. Again, if a person's not in that mindset, you're having a stranger communicate with you and say, "Yes, by the way, we think you'd be great in this sandwich." Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not really going to work Are out. You too charmer, well. John. You uh, must. You must use that line all the time. <laughs> it's a lovely one. So in, in that case, we we discussed it, and we knew 
we decided, well, why don't we get something created? So he got in contact with a couple of friends of his that are good with coding and had previous work experience working with like online dating and such. And basically kind of looked at the Tinder model and said, okay, now how can we make that work for what we're doing? We basically worked on it a couple of months, came out with a, a rough uh, beta, uh, fine-tuned it a bit, then did a soft launch about say I would say two two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. and it just kind of been slowly like we just basically did in the in the u s and then because it's online, you can't really there's no sense in geolocking that so that other people can't do it. We started having it available in different uh different territories and such, and then suddenly uh, it grew from not just the u s but u s Canada and then from that Australia and then finally europe u k and so tell you, Miranda which companies uh, which country is second most popular in the threesome stakes I believe it was the u s was number one, but the u k was actually listed as number yes. two nice oh good almost well, champion i'm torturing <laughs> i'm pleased that you started with a soft launch and got harder ever since oh, there she goes hey. sorry about that jump no, no pills needed awesome. <laughs> have there been any threesome and marriages most definitely i think a lot of the, the relationships that are because we tend to have it broken down into couples looking for and singles looking for with with couples it tends to be either long-term uh, relationships, uh, you know, uh, common law and such, or and in, in other cases as well, marriage. And I think that's kind of um, something where we're pretty satisfied with, uh, you know, um, whereas people who tend, who have in the past gone on to other dating sites and, and, and stuff to kind of try to uh, either live out that fantasy or, or just kind of explore the possibilities with a lot of things as if it's not targeted specifically to that, I guess, niche, you really don't know how a person is going to react. So having, uh, having the app uh, available for a lot of people has made simplified things a lot for them uh, because they're suddenly not having to worry about, Oh gosh, what if I, if I say this to this person, are they going to take it the wrong way or are they going to freak out? Cause the last thing you want to do is offend anybody mm. uh, just because you're, you're looking to get your uh, itch scratched. Now, I did a blog about threesomes for the Metro, which oh, people can girl. Google. And I spoke to a couple of people who were having threesomes quite regularly through using apps like Threesomer. And some of them sort of gave me a list of what they found the most awkward things were during a threesome. Like, for instance, one said that socks were always a massive problem. Uh, <laughs> safe socks? Yeah, no one could... I thought, we were, I thought we were fans of safe socks. No one could ever find the right socks after a threesome so (laughs) (laughs) which I can understand name tags that's the answer especially if everyone's in black socks and uh, another one was they very often found the small talk at the beginning was very awkward there was a lot of travel talk oh so did you check the M23 up here oh yeah how was parking terrible what kind of awkward things do you think people experience during threesomes or or afterwards or before is there any, any horror stories like that oh yeah Yes, definitely. I, I think you I think the socks one is actually quite brilliant. I never <laughs> even thought of that one. That's actually really, really good. I would think too, I guess maybe mismatching not just socks, but I guess like uh underwear as well. Because I mean if both <laughs> both 
people are wearing, okay, I'm going to wear black silk this or <laughs> go with the lace. Uh, you're going to have to like maybe sort that out. Yeah, small talk as well, I think, because you're everybody knows what they're kind of there for. You're not really there for the talk. Yeah. Uh, so I so the brain asking was the how the biggest organ. <laughs> it just seems rude to jump in though, yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. From my experience at, at least, like the person that, that we had in our threesome was a friend of ours already. Ah. Uh so what? I kind of made made the made the discussion a lot easier because everybody was already laid back and kind of just ready to kind of go with it. How was that though when you saw the friend after? So like the next oh, social gathering, you were together. It was actually I was totally fine with everything. Um, uh, my girlfriend was not fine with everything, and her friend was fine with everything. But it was something that we got over after a while. But again, as long as you're everything's comfortable and you're not you're not making your partner feel any less desired or attractive or valuable in your life, I think goes a long way in those in, in those instances because still seeing that person, you're looking at that person and say, okay, yes, we had a threesome and everything, but we were friends before that happened and were friends afterward. Would you prefer to have done it with a, a friend or a stranger then? I think a friend only because in that case, it was somebody that we we both knew and we were both comfortable with and we were both we both knew what their history was. Mm. Like we both been friends with that person for several years. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a huge issue at all or going into it with a bunch of unknowns mm. with the app we talked earlier about how being safe like within the threesome um how does your app make the users safe so is there a, a I, mean, I don't suppose you can't vet people but how do you how can you make sure that the person turning up to make three the magic number is is sound well what we do in those cases is everything is um like a person creates a profile we find anything off uh, with a with a profile or an account that is created, we'll block them. Yeah. Um, as well as because I mean, it's in a way it's some along the lines of uh, a matchmaking app or a dating app. You know, you will have people that will create uh, profiles either just to cause distress or in some cases try to run scams. And we allow people as well to kind of report uh, as well in case there's anything. I guess unwanted or or anything that seems threatening, or um, in some cases as well, just just something doesn't add up. You know, um, we always try to make sure we can only do so much as as for, by by what by how we're running everything. Uh, what we always try to put the focus on specifically is anybody that's using the app. We'd like to believe that they're aware of what the internet is and what's going on with it. And to always, your best defense in those cases is really just listening to your gut. If something seems too good to be true or something seems off, it doesn't take more than five seconds to stop communicating with that person and continuing on. Yeah, so fuck politeness, get rid of them <laughs> if there's something yeah, wrong. Yeah, pretty much. No, thoroughly agree. Um, this I just, is my friend Miranda. <laughs> She's adorable. I, <laughs> I'd love to get Do you have, do you think you have a top tip for each part of the threesome? Do you have a top tip for before the threesome, during the threesome, and after the threesome? Okay, so before, the, the top tip is uh, going over your guidelines and rules for what's going on and making sure that everybody is aware that, okay, so 
this is what's going to happen. And we're, this is, this is allowed. This is allowed. This isn't allowed. We're not comfortable with this. We're not comfortable with that. Uh, so like having those rules in, uh, in place to, for the starters is the first tip of okay. uh, tip during always remind yourself that if you're having at least a, a tiny bit of difficulty, that this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. That you're supposed to enjoy yourself because it's sex. It's not, it's not taking a, taking your, your, your exam in, in, in high school yeah. or anything like that, or a job interview. It's three people coming together to, to basically just get the rocks off. Yeah. yeah. That would be a great job. The primal screen uh, pun, but, um, but it's important, like I said, just to make sure that everybody's enjoying themselves. And if there's anything going on that you don't feel comfortable with or something you don't feel right about something, mm-hmm. again, communication, being able to express express to say, hey, I, I'm not kind of liking this right now or, or what have you. Just as long as you're not feeling pressured and that you're comfortable with what's going on is very, very important. Being comfortable and keeping communication going while, I mean, as best as you possibly can without having anything shoved in your mouth, <laughs> by all means, try to try to have as much communication going on and let people know this what feels good for me. I like this. I'm not too fond of that. Perfect. And, and afterwards, and afterwards, I think kind of just soak it all in. Uh, you've gone. You've done something not a lot of people have done. And you've enjoyed yourself, hopefully, and you've taken something from it, you know. Uh, so if it's going to be something you're going to do again, you can say, you know what, when I was in, we did this, we did this threesome. I really liked when this happened. And again, still keeping the communication going, still saying, hey, I really like this. Or I wasn't too fond of this. Or maybe next time we can get someone who isn't a blonde or or, or anything like that. Just making sure that, after everything's said and done, uh, you've, you know, I mean, cleaned everything up. But again, just making sure that you have that communication going to say, hey, this was wonderful. Now, please get out. Perfect. <laughs> and put back that Astro you stole. We saw you doing it, lady. <laughs> Thank you so much, John. So me and Miranda will meet you later. Poor, poor producer Sam. <laughs> you get to be our first threesome without Sam. Oh, That's amazing. Uh, John, oh, Thank you. <laughs> Thanks very much to John Martinuk. If you fancy finding a threesome, you can download his app from his website, which is threesomeapp.com. So that's the number three, S-O-M-E-R, app.com. So safety in threesomes is is quite interesting, but why do you reckon people think it's less safe having a threesome than just with two people? I don't know. I mean, from what I kind of felt, and that's the thing that I thought was kind of cool about the app, is that people aren't vetted as such, but there's someone looking out and there's also a way of kind of tracing back, I guess. So yeah. I think you would feel safer in the person you've brought in. Yeah. If you you know, and does loot still exist? Is that where we used to find people? <laughs> Pampas grass. <laughs> Craigslist. You know, wherever it is that you would find one would find your third person if it wasn't yeah. from a friend or, you know, somewhere else. So I guess I guess safety in that way. And is it in terms of as well you know, it's another partner, so it's all the partners they've slept with. Yeah. So it's actually everything. So you've got to kind of you've got to use your, your condoms, you've got yeah. to use your 
Damn. Yeah. Damn. And I think, you know, you, you use your common sense and we get so caught up in, like, sort of making sure that everyone's vetted and, and how we talk to people. But it's it's all about having fun. A threesome is, is a great thing to try, I think. You know, if it's that thing that you want to try in a, th- in a relationship. Yeah. But it starts it with a threesome. Where does it end? <laughs> I'll let Cock you know. <laughs> My name's Miranda Kay. And I'm Bibi Lynch. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by the lovely Sam Bonham for metro.co.uk. Get in touch on Twitter at Good Sex, Bad Sex, and it's S-E-X-X-X. Give us a review, rate us, subscribe, tell your friends to describe, and in the meantime, I will see you next Wednesday. Wednesday.